0: Conversation with Shelley Feist about the work of Partnership for Food Safety Education.
1: The Partnership for Food Safety Education is a nonprofit organization, and we work to develop and promote effective education programs that help consumers reduce their risk of foodborne illness at home. Uh, we are a nonprofit that began in the late 90s following the Jack in the Box outbreak. And we're a true industry, government, consumer group collaboration that has um, survived the 20 plus years of working together on consumer education.
0: How are you changing behaviors?
1: Well, consumers often know what they should do to reduce their risk, but they aren't consistent in doing it, and our challenge is really to help Uh, provide tools and possibilities for the consumer to more seamlessly um, add hand hygiene and other important practices to their daily lives. Um, I think helping them understand, if they don't understand per se the risks to themselves, we do know they care very much about family members. And so in that way, I think there's great opportunities to help people understand that Um, if you have a small child or a particularly vulnerable um, senior citizen or immune compromised person in your family, that there are simple things you can do that will reduce that risk and that it's important
0: to do them. How has food safety education changed?
1: I think a lot of things are changing. One, I think we know that in the origins of the partnership, there was a lot of emphasis on poultry, ground beef, you know, meat and poultry were a big emphasis at that time. And I think now we, of course, see produce increasingly implicated in foodborne illness outbreaks. Uh, so we have, do have to orient the consumer. We want the consumer to eat healthy, and we also want them to be aware that there is some risk. Um, we are never in a position of telling people what they should and should not eat, and I can say I get asked that a lot by the media. They just want a list of the top ten things the consumer should avoid. Um, and as we know, as food safety professionals, we've seen, uh, many, many types of foods implicated. In some cases, there isn't something the consumer can do other than not eat that product. And that's important that we get that message out. But I think it's just important to help the consumer understand that eating healthy and eating raw and fresh foods, that there's some risk and how to mitigate that risk.
0: Can consumers have a broad definition of food safety?
1: One aspect of our work, since we only deal with the microbiological causes of illness, is that food safety of course is interpreted by the consumer more widely to include chemical contaminants or what we now are hearing about uh, the idea of clean food and consumers wanting foods that don't have a lot of additives. Um, So I think we can imagine that consumers might Take to reading labels and determining if they think it's a safe or clean or you know healthy product for themselves. Uh, of course, there you know the delivery of all kinds of fantastic food products to the consumer and conventional agriculture means that consumers are getting quality products at good prices. And I think we just want to communicate with them that so much is done to keep food safe. Um, we have a campaign called the story of your dinner and increasingly we'll be building on that to really have that dialogue that a lot is done to protect your food. Um, and even helping them understand what some of those things might be. You know, They may not have thought about transportation and you know cold chain and how food moves from the farm or producer or manufacturer to, to retail. And I think there's a lot more that we can do together with our industry partners to tell that story.
0: Is there some confusion about who needs to be responsible?
1: Well, one of the things I'd say I'd like very much to work with AFTO and others about is this idea that the line between what's a food service worker and who's just sort of a person who finds themselves involved in the delivery of food in some way, you know, that line is changing. You know, Um, a lot of people may be handling food doing the shopping, delivering prepared foods, and they're not per se a food service worker and may never think of themselves that way. So I think there's a lot we need to do. I think that further gets to, and I brought this point up in one of the breakouts at this great meeting, um, this idea of having some siloing between uh, food service training and consumer education. whereas. You know, I th- I think businesses want everyone who comes into their business, and particularly their associates, to come with some really good basic knowledge about what food safety is and why it's important that they play their role in food safety.
0: What role do kids play?
1: Our organization really was the origins of some fantastic curricula for young people, K through 12. And uh, much of our origins were around the education of young people. And there's so much more we can and want to do there. Um, We are a great place to come. Our website at fightback.org is a great place to come to get curricula and um,
0: activities for young people. What are the priorities in 2021?
1: Rather than just develop programs, we've really put an emphasis on building and connecting with a network of educators around the United States. Health and food safety educators, well many of those are in AFDO agencies. Some of the leaders in communicating with consumers about food safety are in our departments of health, departments of agriculture, consumer affairs, so they're extreme, it's extremely important that AFDO and the partnership have a great and ongoing relationship. I'd say all AFTO members should look in the newsletter AFTO sends out because uh, the staff at AFTO is great about notifying AFTO members about our webinars, our new products, our events, such as our major conference every two years. So um, that's one way AFTO members can kind of stay on top of um, tools and events that might help them develop their staff and develop their program offerings without reinventing the wheel. We want to be a trusted source to health and food safety educators for actionable, simplified material for the materials and messaging, both digital and even things that can be printed. Um, This is going to be a really exciting year because we are at a really pivotal time. One of the things we're doing that's, I think, super important of interest to AFDO members is we're going to be doing a review of all the fundamentally fundamental consumer messages. We will bring together scientists to look at what we say now and to provide advice and guidance as to whether there are things we're missing or whether there are things that, with new science, we believe are not as effective or could be strengthened. And then we'll convene communications um, professionals to talk about how we deliver those messages, because clearly that's changing a great deal. Um, And then refining it so that we're really hitting those people who are most vulnerable to the kind of serious foodborne illness that can put them in the hospital or even lead to death. That is really where we want to focus and ensure that we bring down these rates of hospitalization and serious illness, particularly among young children and other immune-compromised people we've talked about.
0: How does everyone come together?
1: So the Partnership for Food Safety Education is actually comprised, it's a true partnership. Uh, And we have people at the table, in addition to our federal liaisons, the USDA, the FDA, the CDC. And uh, what I've observed is that people in the food industry, commodity groups, um, and, and some of like the new players in the food space uh, that they that we're attracting them to the partnership and I think it goes to this issue how they want a dialogue with customers and they understand that transparency and food safety is extremely important I think being part of the partnership is a way that they can express this fundamental value that they're committed to which is we're in the food business or food delivery or food growing and processing and Food safety is the top priority, and the safety and health of our customers is the top priority. And I think we provide a great forum for positively working on something that uh, helps them convey and live out that value with the customer and with the public.
0: How can people connect with PFSE?
1: So we have a lot of great ways that people can connect to consumer education through the Partnership for Food Safety Education. Um, our website at fightbac.org um, is a major place for, for downloads. I mean, it's just a place to go and like explore and find cool tools you can use. We have a, a great and long-standing e-newsletter. Um, we do free webinars where people can year- earn CEUs. Uh, we did a webinar, for example, during the recent romaine outbreak, where we brought together the top scientists in produce to just an- be available to answer questions from educators. And they had some, of course, incredible questions about, you know, how do I, how do I help people in my community understand what's going on with romaine and, and the safety of other leafy greens? So our webinars, our e-news, our website, And uh, we do a conference every two years that's really for people who want to dig deep on behavior change and food safety practices in the home. And that will happen in March 2021.
0: For more information, visit www.fightbac.org.